Beer and Honey, the German football pod. Beer and Honey, the German football pod. Today's special edition, Champions League is back and so are some problems and some strengths of the four Bundesliga sides in action. Here to discuss everything is Christoph Biermann and I, Raphael Honigstein. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting us. That's why you can listen to this pod in the first place. It's a little token of our appreciation for your support. If you know other people who haven't yet signed up to be supporters of the Beer and Honey pod, please let them know. Or why not buy an ultra subscription for them to get them a mug as an early Christmas present? That would be a wonderful idea, wouldn't it? On with the show, Christoph. Shall we start in Madrid? Yes. Shall we start with the most incongruous <laughs> matchup imaginable a few years ago? Union Berlin on the road, not just playing at the highest level in the Bundesliga, but actually playing in the Champions League away to Real Madrid. I mean, was it a dream or did it turn into a bit of a nightmare? No, I, I mean, yes, in a way you can see say it's a nightmare when, when you're fighting for 94 minutes, uh, holding a nil-nil draw um, with Real Madrid at that time, 31 shots. And uh, uh, let me look up the numbers because they had... 813 passes against uh, 263 passes of Union. And I, I, I think that says a lot about what was going on on the pitch. And uh, uh, Real had uh, 75% um, of the ball. But um, everybody was kind of proud um, afterwards because um, uh, Union played played decent football, especially in the first 30 minutes where they also created a bit. Um, and then, yeah, they were digging in themselves deep, trying to defend, uh, defend it well. Um, I mean, Real had a lot of goal chances. They were hitting the post and, and so on. And um, so... Um, the result was okay, but the circumstances were deeply frustrating. Or as Robin Gosen said, they were shit. <laughs> um, so what happened in the uh, 94th minute, uh, a last long ball came into the box of Union. And Paul Jekyll um, headed it um, uh, so that um, Real got a corner. And I think that would have been necessary in the first hand. And then what was even more unnecessary is um, that the, the corner was played to Feder Valverde. And uh, I think um, if, you, if, if the, the coaching staff and everybody is looking um, at the video again, um, it's uh, David Fofana who is not uh, completely concentrated, to put it mildly, so that Fede Valverde is unmarked. And then Fofana is also slipping and uh, Valverde could uh, 
shoot from outside the box and then there was some the ball flipping around and finally uh, Jude Bellingham uh, could push it over uh, the goal line so it was 1-0 and uh, uh, and the result was frustrating but I think uh, what what everybody said uh, Union was uh, pretty proud and you could see that their football is also working on the Champions League level or what do you think? No, I was very impressed with them. They defended well, but they didn't just defend by sitting in their own box. They tried to come out. They tried to press at times in midfield. They played with, with confidence. They played with uh, charisma. Yeah, it was a really strong performance. I would have liked to see a bit more action, a bit more movement in the Madrid half. But of course, that's easily done sitting on the sofa at home. Um, no, I think a performance they can really be proud of. Even if the result didn't go to plan, I think the rest of the group, it's doable. It's doable for them. Very encouraging. Um, before we talk uh, about the other German teams in the in the Champions League, I, I, I would like to say something about the treatment of the Union supporters by the um, uh, Spanish police uh, because finally uh, 300 of the Union Ultras decided not to, to go into the um, Estadio Santiago Bernabeu because they were, um, uh, they were not allowed to take their banners with them. Uh, you, you might think, oh, that's a bit childish or so, but that weren't banners that were saying anything nasty about uh, anybody uh, but just these uh, banners saying hey we are here uh, one is uh, co uh, was called a big one that was also shown on the Puerta del Sol the big place in the center of Madrid saying Reisekader I don't have any idea um, how, how to translate it it's a it's a thing that uh, refers to the GDR history and people who are allowed to to travel abroad um, so um, what because I, I mentioned this is uh, for years now uh, the treatment of away supporters by the Spanish police especially especially in Madrid but also in Sevilla and so on is abysmal and and I think it's it's simply uh, putting up rules You, you don't know what the rules are because they are changed uh, whenever they like and, and, and so on. And we have similar problems in Portugal and we have similar problems in, in France. And I think that's something that UEFA has to address more. I know that they are aware of the problem, but... Um, I mean, the days are over where uh, um, uh, hundreds of hooligans are tra traveling uh, through Europe and devastating cities and so on. There, there are sometimes problems that uh, occur uh, that can be um, uh, serious, but, but in general, a lot of nice, well-behaving uh, football fans are going to away games in Europe, and I think they shouldn't be treated as shabbily as that is uh, usual in Spain. If you want to hear more of this special pod, please head over to steadyhq.com slash en slash beer and honey and become a member of our supporters club. Beer and Honey, the German football podcast. <laughs>